Jay right in your face. Welcome back to the Fadeaway Podcast, episode number 24. I'm your host, Fatty. I got my boy here, Zaid, with me, and we are brought to you by the Balls Life Podcast Network. Zaid, episode 24. 24. Kobe. 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 But you know whose birthday it is today? I do know. Norman Powell. Oh, it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Norm. Oh, man. He's not a raptor. So I do, you believe in, do you believe in poetry, though? I mean, <laughs> episode 24, Norm's, Norm's birthday. birthday. You know, everything that's going on. You Tough know, loss yesterday for the uh, big, for the, big for the Blazers, L for the Portland so. Blazers. Yeah. Happy birthday to, to, to Norm Powell, though. Yeah. Um, hopefully he gets it'll be exciting to see what he does this summer. Um, summer is right, bro, because summer's here. It's here. The weather is nice. Everyone's out. Everyone's, everyone's on this biking vibe now. It was uh, a it was a it was a long weekend. I mean, that's I mean, that's why we're here a day a day later day than later, usual. Yeah. We took, uh, the, it was, we took the Monday off. It was a long yeah. weekend, you know. Yeah. The weather was nice. We was outside, so everyone, everyone's outside. I'll tell you that. Even though we're at a stay-at-home oh, order, yeah. man, ain't nobody staying home. Man, it's too it's too nice to not go outside. Ain't nobody staying home. Nobody even even the in. inner streets are packed. Nobody wants to be stuck inside, just looking outside at the sunshine, looking at like looking, looking at the Americans. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> they're 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 free to go. They're good to go. Um, but man, listen. If you if you want to go for a stroll, there, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No. At least um, as long as you, you can go for stay safe strolls. and do all that good stuff. But go for we've a land got, stroll. We've we've got a lot to talk about. A lot went on this past week. Mm-hmm. Um, playing games alone were, was a lot, and then obviously the playoffs playoff started on Saturday. Um, boy, let's start with the playing games. Boy, were we wrong <laughs> <laughs> with a lot of the predictions that we made. Um, and you know, uh, we can start with let's start with, with the Eastern Conference uh, and those playing games. So the Eastern Conference saw the the game with um, Washington, Washington and, Boston. and Boston, which we I had Washington Washington taking that game. I Same believe here. he did as well. But the way Washington came out during that game, and then the way the Celtics came out, way Jason Tatum balled out fifty. It was. No question that the Celtics 50. are going to win that game. It, he so when he drops a fifty, a 50 piece on you, and then you have Russ struggling, like really struggling, and then uh, Brad Brad Beal was nursing a hamstring injury for pretty much the mo- like the entire part of the game. The Wizards just did not look right at all, and they did not yep. look like they were in any position to win that game. Um, Jason Tatum was virtually unguardable. I don't think they wanted to though to win that game because think about it; they'd probably rather play Philly than Brooklyn. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, They're playing chess out here, but I don't know. Russ had a very Russ-esque game. He took like thirty shots. But thing is, he was missing a lot of shots that normally, like, you would make those shots, and it just didn't look like he was comfortable playing that day. It, it just he was like missing layups that he would normally jump higher for, get up higher for, have more aggression on, and it just looked like he wasn't comfortable playing that day. If it could be, you know, a, a strategic thing to slip in the standings and take that, take that two and seven seed. That could I don't think that it is it, but could be it. Who knows? Um, but the Wizards just did not look good at all, and Boston came out firing. Yeah. The difference, Tatum. the difference makers. Uh, the Wizards shot fourteen percent from three. Fourteen, yeah. The whole Boston, game. Boston was plus twelve. They only made three threes the entire game. So when you're plus twelve, that's thirty six points. Yeah, that's a pretty big advantage, course, and you end up losing by eighteen. It makes sense, right? Um, I mean, that's just what Russ can do sometimes. I mean, it's sad because the one time I'm like, okay, I'm gonna cheer for him. He comes <laughs> he out and he embarrasses he me. And then, and then, and then, what happens? He comes back out, and and we'll talk about that game later because they end mm-hmm. up in the playoffs. Yeah. Um. But another game we were totally wrong about. I was maybe I don't know. Disappointing. The Hornets got destroyed by the wow. Pacers. Wow. That was one forty four. They hung on them. One forty four. That was embarrassing. That was an embarrassing effort by the by, by the by the Hornets. They didn't come out to play. Uh, the Pacers didn't even have Karis Levert, and they dropped one hundred forty five, one hundred forty four. Uh, yeah, they didn't come out to play, man. They weren't ready. They were very young, and and we, I mean, we were on here saying their youth could be a problem. Yeah. And and at some point it looked like it was like a, a dunk contest in the game. It's like, what are you guys doing? I, like I a st- highlight reel. I, I still took the Hornets because they're a lot more talented, in my opinion, than the Pacers. They've got a lot of good guys, a lot of good young guys. A lot of they do have a little bit of veteran veteran presence on that team, very minimal and clearly not enough. But the even even that that effort by the Hornets, that's not just personnel, like not just players. That's coaching efforts. That's. The team and as a whole just did not look like they were playing their game, their system. 
They just looked like they were. They, they literally looked like they did not want to win that game. If you want to talk about a team that did not want to win a game, that was the team that didn't want to win that game. So the effort they came out with, the way their their offense was 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 you know not flowing. I guess you could say it just it was like the Pacers were poised. Pace, the Pacers were were comfortable. They were running their sets. They were doing everything correctly. And the Hornets, on the other hand, you saw the the difference between veteran teams and youthful teams. It was just a two different, to, two totally different worlds playing. Mm-hmm. So that was disappointing. I, I wanted them in the playoffs. I wanted to see Lamelo Ball. I wanted to see uh, Bridges in the playoffs. I wanted to see Scary Terry in the playoffs again. But we didn't get that. Um, but very, very disappointing effort for the Hornets. Yeah, I mean, uh, one thing I want to talk about is there were some reports coming out of Charlotte that uh, people in the organization felt that Gordon could play. And he, didn't and he held himself out, which is a little bit of an issue. And then they lose. So some people are pretty upset down there. Um, they paid him 124 years. I mean, anyone could have told you that that was a ridiculous contract to right. give Gordon Hayward. This is who he is. This is what comes with Gordon Hayward. He's pretty much out every postseason. I think he's <laughs> been out at the last. And, and, and I don't even mean to knock him because he's getting hurt. That so sucks. you can't really yeah, do anything about that, right? Like, you miss a whole year and then everything else happens after that. So you can't blame the guy. But mm-hmm. it is, you know, when, when the team, it, it gets messy. And we saw it with Kawhi when the team feels that you're ready to go, but you don't feel that you're ready right. to go. Uh, and they always say, "Man, trust the player," because you never know. Like he's, it's his body. The player knows that. Yeah, it's their body. They know what's going on. But so I mean, it, it, it just it, it sucks, hundred percent. But I just don't think those things shouldn't be excuses for teams not coming out and playing well. I get your morale. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Your morale might be low or whatever, but like, like no, if that's you're a young team, 144 this is, is unacceptable. This is your first chance at a playoff berth. Like it's right there for you. Like. You're getting another chance to make the playoffs. They got they got murked by Mississauga's oh, very own. Oh, oh, O'Shea Brissett is, is uh, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know, know what's going on with he, he flipped the with switch. young dude. He, he had twenty three switch man. Twenty three and five. Super athletic man. He's very very athletic. Like very springy, too. very fast. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what part of the scouting report the Raptors missed there when they let him walk, but. <laughs> I feel like we're not really talking enough about that too. Like you just let this dude walk. A lot of a lot of the for, NBA for Paul Watson. A, a lot of the NBA depends on on timing. It depends on especially for situations. These, these, these yeah, it depends on situation. Especially for these guys who are like who are journeymen. It, it depends. It always depends, right? So you know, O'Shea was injured for a lot of the time that he was with the Raptors and was and was on that two way deal with the Raptors. So it, it, it gets tough to evaluate a guy. It gets tough to get a chance. He looks better now, like better shape. He looks he looks great now. And you know, you know, all the power to him. He play, he's playing great. I'm sure if the Raptors could have seen this, they'd be they they would have kept him instead of Watson. Um, but sometimes you just can't see this because he just doesn't play. He's not in the right situation, not the right yeah. fit. So you know, glad to see him balling out though. Canadian Canadian balling out. You you always gotta love that. Um, and uh, boy, are there a lot of Canadians balling out because if you want to want to go to the West. Actually, no, we're not done with the let's, East let's, yet, right? Yeah, we got yeah. the Washington because they, the they ended up playing the Pacers, and then Washington took that game. I don't think anyone expected the Pacers to really do anything. They were the ten seed. I was or nine seed. Nine, nine. I was surprised to even be Charlotte. Um, let alone didn't think that they would come close to beating. That, that was the Wizards team that we, I thought we were going to get against the Celtics. Yeah, they game. hung 142 on them. Exactly. So, you know, they looked like they wanted to win that game. Russ was good. Brad was good. Obviously, maybe some some rest in between the the for his for his for his hamstring was good for him. Um that was a team I thought we were going to see against the Celtics, but you have off nights. It happens. Yeah. Um, for sure. So, that means the Celtics grabbed the number 7 seed and the Wizards grabbed the number 8 seed. Yeah. Uh, and that's how the Eastern Conference standings turned out. Let's talk some drama because the West play-in was very dramatic. Uh, let's start with the 9-10 because I want to talk more Canadians. Mm-hmm. Spurs-Grizzlies, my guy. Wow. My newfound uh, wow. second favorite player in the NBA, mm-hmm. John Morant. Yeah. And uh, a certain somebody called Dylan Brooks. He needs some credit. He needs Dylan a, Brooks a from, lot of credit. Where is he from? Toronto, Mississauga, Brampton? I think he's Mississauga, man, but I, 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 for sure somewhere in I'm not GTA. sure. GTA. He's a GTA man. GTA's, very, sure. GTA's very, very own. Yeah. Uh, rocked it out, man. 24-7 and seven in that game against the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played 40 minutes. Excellent defender. Mississauga. Mississauga. Yeah. Um, I just I love what he's about because especially now that we know, obviously, we've seen the first – Game in the West, which mm-hmm. we'll talk about, but Dylan Brooks is a stud, man. He's a, he's a he's a dog. Like he's to me, he's like Draymond Green esque, but better offense. He's known as a scorer. 
he came into the league. He played when he, when he was playing at Oregon. He was the guy to score. He was the go-to guy for them to to, to put the ball in, in the bucket. Came on the Grizzly on the, uh, drafted by the Grizzlies, I believe, and he was still known as a scorer. Didn't wasn't really known as a, as a defender, but he's doing what he has to do to stay in the game and get minutes, and yeah. that's what's keeping him alive. And now that he's excelling on both ends, like it looks like even in the playing games when they played against um, the Warriors, sure you're not gonna really stop Stephen Curry. But you can slow him down in moments. You can really make it difficult yeah. for him, and and we saw that. It's not in the it's not on the score sheet. It's on the stat sheet. But you saw Dylan Brooks giving him everything that he had. Yeah. Um. So they ended up running away, or they ended up uh, closing the game out against the Spurs, and uh, winning that one hundred to ninety six. Um. To and then give himself a John chance. John Morant is special they, down he, the stretch, bro. He's clutch. That that he that tear drop floater that he's got that he's that he's been working on. Nobody can guard it, and it's one of the most important moves in his game because he can go to it every single time, and it's 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 a matter of him missing it or not. And no one can bother it. No one can guard it. He's too quick. He's too agile. Nobody can stay in front of him, and he, he he's so smart. He plays he plays so intelligently. He knows when to teardrop. He knows when to go to the basket. Um, a lot of times you see with really athletic guys, they're not in control. They're not they they play maybe too out of control. You know you you, you saw that with. You know, not that Derrick Rose played out of control, but he was so athletic and he would really rely on that athleticism early on in his career. And we saw what it led to in injuries-wise. But John Morant, really athletic and doesn't always rely on it. That's what, that's what the big difference is to me. Yeah, man. And one one shout-out I want to give is Jonas Valanciunas. JV, um, underrated. He's going to be coming up a lot tonight because he's just killing the game. But 23-23 and 23 mm-hmm. against the Spurs just manhandled everyone that came to play. Jakob Pertl. You're too small, my man. Everyone else, yeah. you're too small. Uh, one guy I love on Memphis is Kyle Anderson, slow-mo. Slow-mo. Man. I He's think, big for them. He's I huge I think slow-mo's been incredible. He's very, very smart player, a very high IQ player, yeah. good defender, have to be good slow. playmaker. And I don't know how he does it. He really does move in slow motion, he and he gets it done very yeah. efficiently, very effectively. He's a very, very intelligent player. Like When I watch him play, I'm like, he, he looks like he shouldn't be here, mm. but he's so smart. He he's a smart guy. He, the, the Spurs drafted him, drafted him, had yep. him for a few years. So you can you can really see he's learned the game. He knows how to play the game, and he knows how to use his body to his advantage. He doesn't have all the speed, all the quickness in the world. But if he's ahead of you, he's gonna stay ahead of ahead of you by just putting his body in the way and making smart plays and making smart plays for his team. He's a team guy, and that's what you love. Yeah. yeah um, let's, let's talk Lakers Warriors. Lakers Warriors seven, was a very very exciting game, and ridiculous. In my opinion, the Lakers, sh- it shouldn't have been that close. The Lakers are f- by far w- way more talented than the Warriors are. Um, LeBron, despite having a triple-double, did not have an efficient game, did not had, have the greatest game in the world. AD, once again, did not have the greatest game in the world. Andre Drummond just does not look like he belongs on that Laker team. They don't look like they're using him well. He looks uncomfortable on the floor. So when you have a mix of those three things and the team just seems disoriented, the Warriors give them a real run for their money. Yep, and it, Steph gave him 37. And it had to come down to a LeBron game-winning, basically three, where he saw three rims, shot at the middle one, it ended up going in, ended up working out. He, he loves to create that narrative for himself. But I will give him a little bit of credit because nobody really gives him credit on him being clutch, on him hitting big shots, despite having him having... You know, he had a triple-double, but when you really look at LeBron's standard and the efficiency that he shot with, it wasn't efficient. It was a bad game. It was a bad game. And LeBron took it upon himself to hit that game-winning shot, so I respect that. Uh, I'm going to give him some credit on on, on, on that front. Um, made for a great picture because Steph Curry was guarding him. It made for one of those, you know, you know those um, father stretch my hand videos where yeah, yeah, yeah. made for one of, those, one of those great moments that I'm sure is going to be one of those uh, NFTs one one day soon. Um, but the Lakers are not in a good shape right now, and if you're going to play like that. It's going to be very easy for them to get knocked out in the first round against the Suns because the Suns are a good team, and we saw that in Game One. Um, so my concern is, I'm very concerned for the Lakers. But in terms of the Warriors, Steph Curry, great season, great ha- second half of the season. They gave them a run for their money. Mm-hmm. Uh, they almost got the nod on it, but you know, um, still a lot of positives to come out of that, that that Golden State season. A lot of young guys developing, a lot of veterans who weren't playing big minutes developing. Mm-hmm. Um, so a great season for the Warriors. 
Yeah, absolutely. And then they rematched the Grizzlies because they had played a week before. So right. that gave them 46, beat them. Mm. So now they're playing with the season on the line. Yeah. And boy, oh boy, did my newfound second favorite player in the NBA come through. Yeah. John Moran, bro, 35, 6, and 6. Killer down the stretch. I think in fourth in the fourth and overtime, he had 20 points or 15, 15 to 20 points one, mm-hmm. between there. Yeah. Um, unstoppable floater. He hit five threes, which is very unrealistic. He doesn't hit threes. Yeah. But if he can, dangerous. If he can, it's over. And I think he's he's so young. That's what people don't understand. Second he's year in so the league. He's so young. 2020? Maybe 20? Are you kidding Maybe me? Maybe 20 years old. So he's got a lot of Look room for growth. Look at this guy's confidence, his swagger. Yeah. Like, he knows what he can do. He's ca- yeah. Oh, man, these young guys. This is one thing that I loved this weekend and, and the last couple of days. What it showed me is the league is in such good hands. Yeah, yeah. Boy, these young kids are entertaining, and they step up. Yeah. Trey Young, hell of a debut. Hell of a debut, which we'll get. We'll get if you want to go into it now, we'll go into the it. The book, hell of a debut. Doncic, hell of a performance. A lot, all the all these kids, young kids, sub twenty five years old, sub twenty three years old. Uh, crazy. Such a deep book, but these are young guys who are making making like a lot it's so of noise. Impressive. A it's lot so of impressive. noise. Um, Let, let's start with let's go let's go east and then and then we'll come. So back the, the the western the, the western conference seating ended up being uh, the Grizzlies at the eighth spot and the Lakers at the seventh spot. Yeah. Um. So with that uh, being said. Let's, let's stay let's, west then. Let's stay. You west. want to stay so west? Already here. We'll we're stay west. Here. Uh, all game ones have have been played as of today. A few game Some twos game have have been played yeah. as of today or as of right now as we're recording. Um, let's just go down the line and go through the game ones and what we saw and what we didn't like, what we didn't see. Um, I'm gonna start with one because I came out here and said something, you know, very, um, hmm, very brave. I'll say, and I said the Clippers were gonna win against the, the Mavericks in five. Buddy, buddy, the team that I saw in that game one was not the team that I was betting to win in game in five games because they just didn't look like they wanted to win. Like KP looked like he wanted it more. Doncic looked like he wanted it more. Brunson looked like he wanted it more. All the personnel on the maps looked like they wanted it more. And the Clippers, I said la- I said last week as well. If Paul George does not show up in this playoffs, he can never show his face in this league again. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard combined for two of 16 in the last 16 in the last six minutes of the fourth quarter. Two of six from the free throw line. What happened to Kawhi? Do you think he needs a team around him? I don't know. I I, I I've been hearing <laughs> that phenomenon. he carried he carried the Raptors to a chip one year, but I just doesn't. I don't see it. I mean, he he did do a lot of carrying. I can't front. But he had a but, good team around. But him. he did have a good team around him. And he had no a good one system. gives the credit there. And so what we saw was a classic choke choke job from the from the Clippers once again. The Clippers cannot close. The Clippers cannot keep themselves. I think in Paul games. George started like 0, 0 for seven, one for right. seven. Two of it was bad. Two sorry two of, two of twelve, two of twelve or two of six, two of sixteen in the last six minutes of the fourth yeah. quarter from your two stars, Bro. your two superstars. My, not start two superstars, and you think you're gonna win games? You're all, not gonna win a playoff series like that. All I want to say is Serge Ibaka, you could have had it all in Toronto. You could have had it all. You could have. And yeah, you Kawhi left. Leonard, Kawhi Leonard literally could have had it all. He wouldn't have to lift a finger for the rest Serge of his life. Serge left because he didn't like coming off the bench, and now he's no. coming off the bench. <laughs> I love uh, He played 13 minutes. A whole eight points, four rebounds in 13 minutes. It was pretty productive. Marcus Morris, they gave him 33 minutes. He gave him four points, two rebounds. They're, they don't. Man, uh, like, I was convinced. Reggie Jackson, two points. I, I was minutes. convinced that I was undervaluing them when I saw them playing at the end of the regular season when they had Rondo, when they had their full team. They didn't have surge yet, but they had a good team. They were playing well. They looked good. But then they just show moments where they just don't look like a team. They don't look like they want to play together. And it's... You know, Lucas it, had 30 points in four of his first seven playoff games. Lucas a god, though, at the same time. Like, you, 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 let's, he, I'm not gonna he's give, actually embarrassing I'm, these guys. I, I'm not going to give a lot of, you know, like hate to the Clippers. They do ch- do a classic job of choking every single time, but Doncic, literally nobody on that 31, floor 11, him. and 10. Nobody can guard him. And he's, he's he's fun to watch, man. He does all the right things. He does it entertainingly. And Did you it see looks when he good. got the end one against Pat Bev and he yelled at him? Too small, too effing small. Amazing. I love that. That's what you want to see in a guy like Doncic who a lot of players, even players that play with him say he doesn't take the game seriously yet. His body is still out of shape. He He's just he's playing joking. off of Always joking, just playing off of his skill, playing yeah. off his raw talent, whatever. The only it may joke be. is what he does, what he makes Bro, of you. That that Dallas <laughs> team looked great. 
and yeah. the Clippers looked like crap. Um, Timmy Hardaway had a good game. Am I regretting my, my Clippers in five? Absolutely. Um, who knows? Could still happen. Doubt it. Um, I don't think so. If if the Clippers uh, if the Clippers end up losing the series, uh, I'm done. I I don't I don't even want to he- hear a breath speak about them about being championship contenders for the next forty years until they get two new generational stars because these ones yep. are not going to do it for you. I'm done with that. Absolutely. So Dallas is leading that series currently one zero. They're playing yes. tonight, game two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what a dud of a what a dud of a scheduling error the NBA tonight. Yeah, I don't want to putting the the Clippers and the Lakers game at the same time. Well done. Good hey, job. Hey, let's let's grind the gears on these guys all season and make them play every every night so we can have this great play in and we can have this you know increased viewership, viewership everything. And then when we get to the playoffs, let's schedule games at the same let's time. Night, let's night. Let's. Let's not give them a two-day break so in order to let people man. watch the games. Like, are you kidding me? Who, who approved this? <laughs> the NBA, <laughs> There's no way. They legit have a problem giving these guys a break. Like, uh, they, they play the games. You play every other day. But they, is there four games tonight? Three. Three games tonight, and they're all overlapping each other. Give them a two-day break. Do it, what it you won't, did last night. Last it night won't was two kill games. You. It won't kill you to give them a break, but the NBA doesn't believe in that. But whatever. What's the issue? Have um, one east, one west. One east, one west. So you don't need to have two games at the same time. I'm telling you, you and I, we should just run, we should just run the NBA. Yeah. We should just do that. That's how yeah. Job. That's, where we're going the that's where we're going next. Uh, uh, let's go Portland and Denver. What a series that's been. That's two games deep now. Yes. Um, Portland stole the first one from Denver. They stole it. They, they came stole in it. and they caught them off guard, man. 123 points. Yep. They dropped on them. Dame had 34. CJ 21. They... Seem to have whatever they wanted. I think uh, outside of outside of what's his name, outside of the big two, I guess Jokic and uh, Michael Porter Jr. I got Aaron Gordon gave them a decent night, but the first game was just all Portland, all offense. Yeah. Um, but one thing I want to talk about is the adjustment that was made in game two that I think personally is the series changer. Mm-hmm. Aaron Gordon in the second half after Dame gave them thirty two in the first thirty two in the first half. Right, he was eight cooking. threes, thirty four in game one. 32 in the first half. So they're like, you know what? Enough of this. We're going to put Aaron Gordon on this guy. And boy, did he struggle. Yep. Eight points in the whole second half. Couldn't get a shot off. Wasn't efficient. Yep. And they won the game. They squeezed it out because at the end of the day, Jokic is going to be Jokic. He gave them 34 and 16 in the first game, even when they lost. Shout out to Mike Malone. That's a huge adjustment to make. It Apparently Aaron clearly. wanted it. He wanted, the sh- he wanted the schmoke. But it's also shout out, to, shout out to Aaron AG on that. But also the the faith you have to have in your players to be able to go out and guard an all-world player like Damon Lillard after he's been hot all half. Um, it's impressive. It's impressive on a coaching standpoint. It's impressive from AG standpoint. And that's why they brought a guy like him in there to defend. Remember when he told me he couldn't defend and he couldn't move laterally? He's a big though. Proof is in the pudding. He's a four. <laughs> it's a four. He could play. He could be a three in, back in the day. In the nineties, he'd be a Whatever. three in the early thousands. But he can move. He can defend. He gives them a new element to to their team. And we saw that in the second half of the Portland game. And it's a it's a tough series to choose. I, I I think either team, depending on the adjustments, depending on how the teams come out, either team can really win this one. Jokic has been nothing short of of stellar. Like the way he just does everything. His his mid range is every good player. In the league has a mid range game and he's been hitting it all 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 series. His you sent me something on Insta about last night's game. The officiating. It was the officiating about it last night's game. Terrib- I tweeted it last time, I'm like, yo, these refs so suck. I have it. So fifty eight free throws, fifty two fouls, four technical fouls, two flagrant fouls. Now the technicals and the flagrants, some of them are ridiculous. Some of them are kind of warranted because you even you even said on multiple occasions this playoffs has been so chippy. So chippy. Everybody. I love the, it. The intensity is up there. The The matchups are so good. They're so close for the most part. Um, everyone is everyone is, is playing to win. And you love that kind of effort. You love that kind of that, that, that grind. You love that attitude that the players have. There's a lot of calls that the refs look at that's like, yo, dude, it's not that big of a deal. It's just get the game going. Get the game flowing. 52 fouls. 52. 58. 52 free throws? Yeah. 54. 54? Or 52. Sorry. 58 free throws, 52, 52 fouls. My there fault. you go. 52 fouls? What are you calling? Like touch fouls? Like you let them play a little bit. You a lot know, of them weren't dumb touch fouls. I'm not going to lie to you. Let them play a little bit. You know everyone is playing with a different server intensity. This is not the regular season. This is the playoffs. Call it a bit more loose. 
Make it fair. Make it fair. Call it the same way on both ends. But you don't need 52, 52 fouls to ruin a game. Um, but with that being said, it's still a tough series to, to, to determine. Portland did the right thing. They stole one at home, uh, uh, away on the road. They're winning right they now. Gotta, they got to take care of business at home. Exactly. Um, I can see this one going either way. I My original pick was Portland. I think yours might have been the same. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how that turns out. That, that's one that you really got to watch out. Yeah, I, I'll, I'm curious to see. And I'm curious to see what adjustments Stotts throws at Huge. that adjustment. Because exactly. at the end of the day, that's what the playoffs is about. These is you got to adjust to the adjustment to the adjustment to the adjustment. And whoever adjusts better and more wins. <laughs> exactly. That's all it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's all it is. Um, let's go 1-8, Utah and Memphis. I love this series, ladies and gentlemen. This is a great series. So, backstory. Donovan Mitchell felt ready. Yes. Felt prepared. Mm-hmm. Medical team said, nah. You're not playing, bro. You ain't you ain't it. You ain't playing tonight, bro. And he was not happy about it. He mm-hmm. took exception to that. He was very upset took after Twitter. they lost. Um, but, yeah. Oh, I ruined it. They lost. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so game one, uh, Memphis yeah. uh, came in the house. Nobody, I mean, nobody is really taking Memphis seriously. We, I personally had 7-8 being Lakers, Warriors. I didn't expect Memphis to, I, yeah, to do what they're doing. Neither did I. For them to win those two games in the play-in yeah. and then go ahead and Beat win the first game against the number one seed, the best team in the league. In Utah. At home. Full crowd, it seemed like. Yeah. Yeah, have a good crowd. Utah's a good crowd. And for your youngest players to snap the way John Morant snapped. John Morant is like an artist. <laughs> John Morant, like... I can't even he's he's really gonna like he's chipping away at that number one for me, bro. In the league player? Like for me personally. Yeah? He's chipping away. It's not yeah. there yet because I still <laughs> love Luca. This yeah. is still my guy. But John Morant, the swagger on this kid, man, like he can't be stopped. Mm-hmm. It's just like in his mindset, he can't be stopped. And we know John Morant's gonna ball out, but also Dylan Brooks. Uh, put up what thirty two, thirty two in the thirty one, thirty one for the snapped game. Snapped in the third quarter. Um, to have a guy alongside John Morant, who especially a wing who can guard and he can, who can put up put up numbers, uh, is going to be huge for that team. Yep. Now, I'm not going to read too much into that game one because momentum number one is on Memphis's side. They won those two, those two, those two games. They're hot right now. They're firing all cylinders right now. Utah was missing. Donovan Mitchell, who's a big part of the team, big piece of their team, he's still got to get reacclimated to the team in game two if he plays in game two. So I'm he's not definitely gonna, playing. He's the, exactly. So I'm not going to read too much into game one. Um, they still won by what? How many points? Three points? Yep. Grizzlies only won by three but points. But it was like it was no. a 17 point game in the fourth. And then they just like chipped, they just chipped, away. chipped away at it. Yeah. So I'm not going to read too much into game one. Um, Bo- Boyan Bogdanovich started snapping. snapping. Yeah, which yeah. he does all the time anyway. Um, but. Crazy to see how much things change without Donovan and how much paying a guy $200 million in the center doesn't really help your team win playoff yeah. games. You're saying you're not going to read too much into this, and that's fair, but let me let me ask you if you read too much into this. Yeah. Jonas Valanciunas, 15 points, 12 rebounds. Which he's been doing Rudy Gobert, season. 11 points, 15 rebounds, fouled out. He... he held him to 25 minutes because of foul trouble. Fouled him out. Mm-hmm. JV played 39 minutes. And I don't think that that's a fluke. No, I, I, I'm not. By, by saying I'm not reading too much into it, I don't say I'm not saying any part of the game was a fluke. I'm not saying. That's a problem for you. That's a problem for you. And that's why I'm saying that $200 million is not going to win you games if you're, if you're investing that into Rudy Gobert. Yep. Um, that is not a fluke by any means. Uh, Gobert is a, is, a, is a good defensive player. JV, I think, is smarter. JV's better offensively. I think JV just um, manhandles JV's him. JV's also stronger than him. He's got Did that you see his, Do you see him flop, by the yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. Hilarious. He's the worst. He's just the worst. We know he's the worst. Rudy Gobert, you know Take yourself more seriously, bro. bro. Come on. Uh, coming up, Going up against a guy who's as gritty as JV, who puts it all out there, that, that grown man's strength, it's not going to be easy for, for, for Rudy. If Donovan Mitchell comes in, changes the, the, the dynamic, maybe opens Big things time. up more, you're not offensively reliant on a Gobert. He just literally has to play defense, which he wasn't able to do on, on JV. Things can change. And that's what I mean by not reading too much into it. If Donovan Mitchell's playing, plays well, they still lose game two, I'm concerned for the Jazz. 
Um, I'm going to give the Jazz the benefit of the doubt on this one, despite the Grizzlies playing amazing. Um, we'll see how game two goes. But Gobert, like, you're getting outplayed. You're getting outplayed. He's a, a dude. It's, JV is embarrassing you. Um, and you flop on the side. And you, you have flop. the audacity to do it. Like, it's, like, there's no room for do that. Do you not have shame, brother? Okay, there's no room for that one. Man. Anyways, let's go to the 2-7 and then move over to the East. Because yeah. uh, that is also a really entertaining series. Game one was Incredible, mm-hmm. Lakers and Suns. LeBron versus CP3. Oh, Devin Booker, game. Devin Booker's game. debut. Yeah, balls out. And boy, did he ball ball the out. f out. Yeah, he balled out. Uh, he put up a hot thirty-four points, eight assists, seven rebounds. He looked like the second coming of Kobe Bryant. He looks like a man. It's amazing to watch. They him. gave him forty-five minutes. That's a lot of minutes. Played, yeah. Played, yeah. I mean, hey, that's a lot of minutes. Your first um, game, you're you're high on adrenaline. You want to play. But that guy did not shy away. He came in. He's like, I've been here before. Yeah. And he looks. I mean, he looks just like Kobe. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. What did you take away from that game? Uh, a lot of chippy moments in that game. Uh, LeBron fights with whoever or gets tossed onto the floor. CP gets tossed onto the floor. CP left the game early CP, too. Yeah, because uh, I think it was a shoulder. Shoulder. So, and LeBron had this, I, I think it was a shoulder issue. I, I think when, when CP went to box him out, undercut him, he fell. Probably was tired. Campaign, somehow he got ejected, even though Montrez Harrell charged at him or whatever. <laughs> Who, you know, I love, love the aggressiveness. I love the chippiness. What I take away from that game is the Suns, you know, nobody ever wants to bet against LeBron. And rightfully so, first round exit doesn't seem like it's reasonable or doesn't seem like it's going to happen. The Suns are a very good team and will take advantage of a team playing poorly. And they're well coached. They're a team together. Um, I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you talk about this more uh, after I, I finish because you brought it up um, with the A and an A D matchup. Um, the Lakers do not look good. No. And if they're gonna play this way, and I, th- I think I told you this yesterday, I'm like, or two days ago, I was like, it's so feasible for the Suns to win in six. So the Suns to win in five mm-hmm. if they're gonna win this way. If they're gonna if they're gonna play this way. The Lakers don't yeah. look good at all. They don't look like a team. AD is getting outplayed by Aiden. LeBron, not efficient. The team does not look good. Drummond just doesn't look comfortable. It's concerning. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you talk about the AD and Aiden matchup because Anthony Davis got outplayed. Did let's he call, ever? Let's call it what it is. AD did not look comfortable. Did he and ever? And has not been looking comfortable for a long time. So the last time that these two played each other, about a month ago, AD put up 42 and 12. All right? Nice. 42 and 12. So hell of an adjustment because yeah. yesterday he put up 13 points. Seven uh, rebounds. Seven rebounds. 31% okay? shooting. Yeah, in 39 minutes. So he Ooh. played a lot of minutes. Uh, he was not in foul trouble or anything. He played. The issue here is, and I, I saw an article in the LA Times about this. Some guy wrote this. I don't even know his name. But he goes, the ups and downs of AD are so frustrating, and they're going to the, be the reason this team loses. How do you go from 42 and 12 mm-hmm. to 13 and 7 and being a non-factor? And this is a playoff game. You got to step it up, man. That is unacceptable. DeAndre Ayton had in his also his playoff debut. He's like second year in the league. 21 30. and 16. 91% shooting. 91%. That's shooting. incredible. That's incredible. Like bro, you can't ask for more than that and then you defend on the other end of the way that you did. Yeah. And let's talk this this AD thing, the Drummond thing. Hey, uh Vogel you have Gasol on your bench. He's not a dud. I mean, he's a dud if you want him to score. But you don't need him to score. He can provide some good some good minutes. He can provide team, spacing. He yes. can provide IQ. He can yep. provide passing. passing. He can provide get the hell out of my way because mm-hmm. I'm AD. Yeah. Which Drummond just Does doesn't not. have the spatial awareness to do. He's never played with a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Drummond has always been the five, the go chase after it. You, the, the block. is yours kind go of thing. the block, yeah. And... I, I don't know what it's going to take for him to try Gasol. Like, did he forget that Gasol won a chip two years ago? I don't know, but I couldn't care less because... Suns. I, I, I'm I all for Suns, it, bro. I don't mind the Suns winning at all. I'm and all for it. So, if the Lakers keep playing like this, they're not, they're not going to make bad, a pass the first round. It, and it LeBron, looks like, bad. 18 points. But, hey, okay, listen. Before we get too ahead of ourselves, last year, the Lakers lost all, all game, game ones. Yeah. LeBron was, you know, feeling it out, seeing how his you know, opponents played. So we'll see what kind of adjustments they played. These guys are champions. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. That's that's what I'm saying. If you keep playing like this, it's not going to go well. And you've been playing like this for a few games now. For a few weeks now, you've been playing inconsistent, sluggish, kind of championship hangover basketball. They squeezed it out over the Warriors. Exactly. I'm not sure they would have beat Memphis. I mean, with that, with the the grit they're playing with, who knows? So 
obviously, if they play like the Lakers, I'm pretty confident that they can win the series. But if you play the way you've been playing in in the last month, it's not going to look good. It's it's not going to be a good time for them. So that's one you have to watch out as well. Once again, you don't read too much into the game one. It's concerning, but you got to see how they adjust and how they come out uh, in game two and, and, and going forward. All right, let's talk some East. So we'll knock the first easy one out of the way, Nets-Celtics. I mean, yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? We, we watched that game, and it – I mean, it is a lot of ISO basketball. Unfortunately, it's not great basketball, but it's it's my turn basketball. It's one possession Kyrie, one possession James, one possession KD. KD. And it's a beautiful thing to watch if you like highlights. Uh, it's not a beautiful thing if you like good basketball. At the end of the day, it wins games for them because they're, they're so too much more talented than the, than the, than the, than the They're team. disrespecting the game of basketball, man. I'm sorry. That's not good basketball. It's not team basketball. It's not enjoyable to I watch. would hate being their teammates. Yeah, but you know your role like – that it is what it is we can't you know like if they've got the personnel to do it they can do it at some point i think they will be challenged and they will have to play team ball because the matchups are only going to get harder and harder and the matchups are going to get better and better the better. still held them to 104 too exactly so you know you guys have uh, players can have off nights um the matchups could get harder for each individual player um and that's when it's really going to start to come down to team basketball are you playing as a team or are you just doing iso yeah. ball and it, it's legit the same thing over and over again um, Kyrie Irving dances with the ball, gets to the bucket, nice reverse layup or nice layup. James Harden at the three-point line, cradles it between his legs, step back three. Kevin Durant gets at the three-point line, gets to a spot on the baseline, uh, pull-up jumper. It's the same three things over, my turn, my turn, my turn. It's a cycle. At some point, there's going to have to be team basketball. Um, they're lucky enough they get to do it now where they get to iso ball and, and play game and, I honestly and win think games it, that way. I think if Boston had Jalen... It would be a different story. It would be a different story. I, there, there's no doubt about that. It would be a different story. Um, I hope it gets harder for them. I, I would love to see them panic and see how they react in situations where they're not comfortable and try to play as a team. Um, in this case, it's a four or five game series, and they're going to play ISO ball throughout the whole thing. So, Yeah, I mean, I think do? Boston could maybe squeeze into game six, but it's going to be one of those like Toronto-Cleveland six-game series where you know Brooklyn's going to win or you yeah. know – you know LeBron's going to win the series, but mm-hmm. it just goes to six games somehow. Uh, 1-8, Wizards and Philly. Love that matchup. I love the matchup. It's a great and I matchup. The Wizards, man, the Wizards gave them a run for their money in that game one. Yeah. And, and listen, the, the Wizards team, if they're firing in all centers and only if they're firing in all centers, could steal a few games. And they could maybe win the series. I'm not going to put my money on it if I'm betting. But when the Wizards play well, they play really well, and they're and they're, they play well together. But as we've seen throughout the season, if they don't play well, tough, tough. If one of them doesn't play well, tough. They don't have enough talent. They don't have they don't have enough uni on that team um, to win the series. So it for me, the Sixers should have no problem handling that series. Um, you love the drama between Westbrook and and Embiid in the past. Um, Currently, and Beal even. Beal and Embiid are getting into it. Exactly. So you love that drama. You love to see it. Um, it, it should be a no-brainer 76ers win, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tobias Harris had a huge Snapped. game one. Career, career high, I think, for the playoffs. It might, might have been. Uh, could have been. I'm not sure. Um, um, and what's his name? Ben Simmons, 15 rebounds, 15 assists. Uh, Joel Embiid, 30. Tobias, 37. Like It's a lot of offense. Yeah. No defense. And then no Brad Beal, defense by the Wizards. Brad but. snapped 33, 10, and 6. But other than that, nobody even hit the 20s. Exactly. Russ hit 16 points. So, I mean, it's tough. It's going to be tough. They have too much firepower for Washington, ultimately. Yeah. Um, if Westbrook can maybe give you 40-point triple doubles for the rest of the series, then you, you might, might stand win. a chance. Because <laughs> they ended up only losing by 7, but... It's just a lot of offense, and yeah. I don't think Washington's got the defense for it. Exactly. So I'm not uh, – yeah, I think everyone knows where that one's going to go, but still fun, still entertaining. It's going to be game. a gritty four-game series. series. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe five. Uh, what's next here? The three uh, – The three the and the three six. Seed. Who's the three and the six? The Milwaukee Bucks. and Miami. That's a two-game – two games have gone by, and, man, were we I wrong about this one. I am stressful. Stressing. Stressful. Stressing. Yeah. I'm stressful. I'm stressing about that one. I didn't read too much into game one because game one took a Chris Middleton, very beautiful mid-range elbow jump shot to win the game. By the way, Chris Middleton is a star. He's a dog. Always comes up clutch in late game moments. Um, I, I don't think he's underrated severely. I do think his contribution to that team, 
you know, Giannis obviously gets all the praise for that team, but Chris Milton sometimes really takes them over the edge and really takes them there because Giannis can't hit a shot like that to win the game, mm-hmm. not let alone hit a shot like that. So um, a lot of credit goes to Chris. Great shot for uh, to win that, that game one. Um, game two, ugly blowout. Um, a lot of onus on uh, on those two games is going to Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I just um, the, the Heat are looking like the a, Heat a do not fluke. look good. Um, Tyler Hero is pretty much useless. Let me tell you a little little fun stats with those two games. Jimmy Jimmy Butler over those two games, fifteen uh, sorry thirteen point five points, shooting twenty five percent from the field and twenty two point two percent from the three point line. A minus forty two worst on the team. Now, wow. despite the stats, I don't care about the stats. You can shoot poorly, you can. You, you 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 can have off nights. You don't have to shoot well. What are you doing? What else are you doing on the court that is contributing to your team? And usually Not Jimmy Giannis. and usually Jimmy is very good at finding what he can do to help his team. All I saw in those first two games was Jimmy deferring to other guys to score. When 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 they needed a bucket, when they, especially when they needed a three, Jimmy would bring the ball up and have either Tyler Hero or Duncan run off screens, even Dragic run off screens and shoot threes. That's not what I want to see. If you're telling me before the series I'm locked in as F or I'm locked in, I'm really locked in, I want to see you locked in. I've never seen Jimmy Butler defer to guys and trust guys this much in, in like in his career. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing it now, right? So a bit concerned from the, for, the, for the Heat. Um, are they supposed to win those two games? No, they're not. They're on the road. They're not supposed to win those two games. They need to steal one for sure. Um, I just don't I – don't, I don't understand the regression from game one to game two. Huge regression. I don't get it either. <laughs> it made no sense. It's like you still played like crap, yeah. and you went to overtime. Yeah. And then now you lost by 30. They weren't hitting Weird. shots. They weren't knocking down shots. They, were, they didn't come out firing. The Bucks come are the, – the, their, their demeanor, they want it. They're, they're friendly from last year. They got something to prove. The, the Heat aren't coming out with that same sort of intensity. Um, they're not stopping Giannis like they, they, they have planned before. Um, so it's concerning for the Heat. Um, boy, were we wrong, like you said. Uh, the Bucks came out. Looks, it's looking like it's going to go to five or six games. Uh, I mean, for in, the, in the Bucks' favor. Um, disappointed though. Yep. Disappointed in the Heat in that in the effort for the Heat and Jimmy Butler. I did not expect this from Jimmy. Yeah, no, hundred percent. He doesn't look motivated. He kind of looks like the. And you know what's funny? Because there were you know, they. I think it was Shams that released a report. Uh, saying that there's tension in the locker room with the, between coaches and Jimmy. And then Jimmy's agent retweeted it, being like, you're, you're, you're thirst trapping, you're this, this, really? that, you're whatever, being like, no, this isn't true. And then now he's kind of looking like you know sluggish, and it's kind of weird. And It doesn't look right. Something, look, something's it, off. It looks off a little bit yeah. over there in, in Miami, but nonetheless, uh, that's – I mean, that's the way she goes, and that's the way she goes sometimes, unfortunately. Yeah. But let's go to the last matchup, 4-5, Atlanta and New York. And, man, what a game one. Trey Young with a hell of a debut. Mm-hmm. Hell of a debut, 32-10-7. Mm-hmm. and Statue stuffer. Yeah. Game winner. Yes, game, game winning floater. And so looking real boy, quiet. Sounding real quiet in here. <laughs> some, some along those lines. It's, with it's, it's quiet as F It's quiet as F in here. Yeah. Uh, and Julius Randle, man, with a dud. Six of twenty-three. Yeah, it was a rough night. Rough night, but they were still right in, th- right in the game. They, they lost were, by two, man. They were right there. They lost to a game winner by Trey Young, and the crowd was hype. I'm so glad that we're back in MSG once again. One game sample size isn't enough. It's a two. It was a, it was a two-point differential. It was dependent on a Trey Young game winner. Um, I expect Julius to play better. Um, I know he can play better. The Knicks, um, you know, they didn't play poorly as a team. They they, they played decent. They 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 started off very very slow. And that really, I think, tired them out, having to chip away, having to come back and, 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 and just, to, just to be in the game. Um, the Hawks looked a lot more ready, though. Uh, Nate McMillan had his team ready. Surprisingly, Tom Thibodeau did not. Um, very shocked by that. Um, but one thing I want to talk about is, is Trey Young's game. And as, as great as it is, as flashy as it is with the three points and the handle and all that, it's annoying sometimes when he's constantly getting calls for stopping in front of somebody and then running, throwing him, himself, throwing back. himself back. Steve Nash said it earlier in the year. That's not basketball. The New York city mayor said it yesterday. New York city mayor. I, there was a video. <laughs> I think he sent a video. It, it's as, as a basketball fan, you hate, I don't like it. Yeah. It, it, it's, 
it's a cheap way to to get calls. And he got some down the stretch. Exactly, and, and unfortunately, there's no rules against it. You can do it. You're you're taking advantage of rules. You know, if you're smart enough to do that, then you're smart enough to do that. But it's frustrating to watch, especially when I'm cheering for the Knicks. So um, I don't like it, but it wins games. So what can you do? Yeah, unfortunately, that's uh, that's the way that one is because Trey Young is. He's going to be – I mean, he is already one of the NBA's most prized possessions. Yeah. They're going to protect him at all costs. They're going to give him all the calls that he wants. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unless they make a rule, they're probably going to make some, like, Trey Young rule hey, but, uh, that, uh, all, that makes that an offensive foul. Like, though, you know, back when they would – Do one of those or what? That one, and even on the three when the they'd kick? kick their foot out, and then, yeah. now that's an offensive it's foul. A, so who knows? All great players have rules changed because of them. I think if you know, more so players in the league start to implement that, and then it becomes like a widespread problem. I'm surprised they haven't. To be honest, maybe it's just one of, of those things that it just makes you a punk if you do it, and they're just like he's nah, all right with it. Yeah, <laughs> Who knows? Uh, let's let's move on from uh, playoff talk and just talk some awards before we yes. uh, sign off today. Uh, so the finalists of all the awards came out. The NBA released them. A couple of the awards already got decided. Mm. So we'll start with the ones that were decided. The Key NBA Sixth Man Award finalists are Joe Clark- uh, Joe Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson, Joe Ingles, and Derrick Rose. Thoughts on having two players from the same team be the sixth man again? We've talked about it many, many times off off air. The weirdest thing that you could possibly do is have two guys from the same team against six man. They ha- happened last year uh, as well with uh, Trez and Lou Will. This is weird. It just goes against the the naming of the of the award. Um, not that these guys aren't deserving, but kind of weird. Um, Jordan Clarkson did it was announced that he did win it. It was it was cute. Um, Joe Ingles ended up giving him the award. Um, I think the same thing happened with Lou Wills and, Tr- and Trez last year. The, yeah. the teammate gave him the award. Maybe that's why they do it. Maybe, I guess. It's a, a, cute, a cute video, I guess, to go viral. But um, we talked about it before, and we chose Jordan Clarkson. And yeah, 100%. Deserved, well-deserved. It was, no it was a it. sweeper. Yeah. Uh, and the, the other one that got picked, I think, was the MIP, Most Improved Player. Yeah. So the finalists were Jeremy Grant, Michael Porter Jr., Julius Randle. Uh, no surprise there with those. I think Chris Boucher kind of got robbed, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and the winner was the guy that you said was the automatic winner. I think I kind of agreed. You but said I was like, He can make the argument, but uh, Julius Randle ended up taking My it. My guy. Home. So he's taking off some hardware. He made a lot of bonus money this year. He, he deserves playoffs, it, bro. He deserves it. Game, MIP, probably going to make All-NBA. He, he has worked extremely hard for it, and everyone said it, said it. His coaching staff has said it. His players, his, his teammates have said it, so he deserves it. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. So the Defensive Player of the Year award uh, finalists are Rudy Gobert, Draymond Green, Ben Simmons. I think we discussed and all we right. mentioned all those names. I, I think they're going to give it to Ben Simmons. It's the storyline of the I year. I think so, yeah. He's been yelling for it. He wants it. It seems like whoever talks about it gets it. And whoever wants it. It's Legit. It's pretty much whoever wants it gets it. Obviously, you have to back it up. You can't be a guy like, yeah. you know, Jokic coming in. I want the Defensive Player of the Year and just <laughs> never play defense. Um, but, you know, he, he's going to get in it. Well-deserved. I mean, he... What I saw him do against Boston, hold them to 94 points, he really, he really, really, like, when you think about Kemba and, and Ben, it's not really a matchup. Like, yeah. It's it's not, like, at all, so. And Kemba, Kemba's a tough guard, man. Yeah, Tough yeah. guard. Tough. Uh, rookie of the year finalists, I'm surprised Tyrese, man. I think they put him in there just to have three. Uh, but uh, LaMelo. They have to have three. LaMelo, Anthony, Tyrese, who's your pick? LaMelo, what we said before, LaMelo Ball, I think he should still get it. Um, Man, I feel like they might finesse and do a co rookie. I'm not mad at that, to be honest with you. Like, if they do, if they do a co, you can never go wrong with a co. Yeah, um, and does deserve it to some degree. Played um, the games. Played the games. He he showed up in the games. Um, it sucks to have Lamelo knocked due to injury, um, but it is what it is. It's the same way for MVP. You do get knocked for injury. Um, co, I wouldn't mind, but Lamelo Ball. It has to be Lamelo Ball, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think it's going to be Lamelo ultimately. Uh, they might do a co, but Lamelo's like the golden child of the NBA. So they him, yeah, they might make him the I, face. I think it's just going to be him. Uh, and coach of the year, Quinn Snyder, Tom Thibodeau, Monty Williams, all guys we discussed. Two of our guys in the finals, absolutely as, in the fi- as finalists. Monty um, got the the coaches association vote. Um, but not mad at it. They didn't pick the NBA one yet. I think you said Tibbs. I say Monty. Whichever way you go, I think it's going to be good. Even Quinn. Number one seed in the in, in the, the West best record in the league. They had a huge um, run in the beginning of the year. Yeah, the so the, you can't go wrong with any of those three. I'm 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 good with any of those. Uh, I just like Tibbs more because the Knicks and the turn on the Knicks. Yeah, for um, sure. And then lastly, lastly, yep, the MVP MVP finalists. Steph Curry made it. 
Steph Curry made it as an MVP finalist. Um, obviously, Joel Embiid, Jokic as well. My vote still goes to Jokic. Steph Curry, as as great as he was, and I'm not going to hide that fact. He was averaging 37 points in the second half of the season. For an MVP award, you got to play number one the full season you or the majority of the season, and you have to play the same way. He did play a lot, though. The he majority. 61 games. But no, I'm not, talking about, I'm, not, I'm not talking about playing like the number of games, but the way you show out and you show up and you show up. He did, not that he didn't show up, but you also have to reward winning, and you didn't win. You you started winning the second half of the season. Yeah. You picked up the second half of the season. You made the play in, didn't make it to the playoffs. Um, not that the playoffs matter in this case, but there's more deserving guys on an all around basis. That's just my thing. I don't hate it. Um, Jokic. Embiid, Steph, my vote is Jokic. Your vote is Jokic. Um, and I love it. Jokic, seeing him yesterday too. You hear him say, uh, oh. he's like, I don't know why anyone would want to be a ref. Yeah? Yeah, after the game. He's like, because it was a terrible, terrible game. Web, yeah. He's like, I don't, honestly, I don't know why anyone wants to do this job. Like, you just get yelled at. You have to like, it's an awful not job. make any mistakes. And I, I'll sometimes yell I, at them. I hated refing 10-year-olds. Yeah. I can only imagine, imagine what pros, these refs go through. Playoffs. And we, and, and and the millions media, on the line, the media, the players, the coaches, the the, the owners, the the fans, everyone is against them. Legitimately, everybody's against them. Definitely a tough tough job to have. Yeah, but 50, 52 fouls in one game. Uh, I don't know, bro. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, I know. Today is also uh, before we end it off. Today is the anniversary of uh, the Raptors beating the Bucks in the conference finals. Let's go and advancing to Let's the go. NBA finals. So shout outs to the good old days. Yeah, uh, you know where to find us, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, YouTube, Facebook, wherever you it. wherever you find any social media, you can find us. Follow us, subscribe, listen mm. to our stuff. We know what we're talking about, mm. and uh, we hope to come at you for the next episode. And shout out to the Follows Life Podcast Network. Cheers. Everybody.